If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. If someone were afraid of the dentist, maybe they haven't been in a long time, maybe they're embarrassed because they haven't been in a while, I feel like this would be a really safe place for them to go and get the care that they need. At Advanced Dentistry, we get it. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, if you want to learn how IV sedation can change your life, visit NoFearDentist.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty, live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Absolutely. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. Yes. Oh, man. North Carolina, man. Yeah, you're there, buddy. You know what I'll say is really fun about traveling back into the past that is going to North Carolina, which huh. is how, like, they just straight up, like, give you a cigarette. Oh, that's very nice. Land. It is very pro-cigarettes here, which I forget. Okay. is like I guess that it's like, there. it's fun, though. I kind of miss it. I wish I still liked it enough. Well, right now, you sound like a real West Coast elite, my friend. What's wrong I with know. having a little smoke when you're out there in Charlotte? Uh, I absolutely love it. It's because I'm, you know what it is, it's because I'm fighting it desperately because I don't really miss it, but I was uh, on the way to, like, I went down to Florida on the way out here. Ah, uh, you were surrounded, but you probably had so much secondhand smoke just from your house alone. I missed it. And then also, like, having, like, there's about a four-finger pour of scotch mm. that, like, Mm, you just want that sweet, <laughs> sweet cigarette with it because Sometimes. then you really feel like a senator, man. It really is. It's so relaxing. You see other people get relaxed by it, but also you know that their blood pressure is also raising. Like you know that their veins are constricting, but it also like looks so fun. And well, I miss on the it. bright side, uh, cigarettes only kill 10% of the people that smoke them. So, you know, you got a 90% chance of not dying a horrible death. Isn't that nice? You just have to live to the point where, I mean, you're going to get cancer no matter what, right? 
Isn't that the idea? I suppose so. That's, We're getting uh, it no matter what. So one way be. it's like, it's more about choosing how you want it. But the thing about cigarettes is you don't get to choose which one you get. Like lung right. cancer is like, that's tr- that's like obviously very tragic and sad and, and, and very bad for you, but you can't see it. But the uh, like, but you more die from it than the worst kind of cancer in my mind, which is the mouth and tongue cancer. Sure. And then you lose all of that. And that to me is what I don't want to happen. The because Roger I like, Ebert. Well, I need to eat pussy. What a fun way to start the show. Welcome to Side just, Stories, everyone. You know, I have been hanging out with Henry. Uh, also, I talked about this story on Top Hat because it was just so funny. But did you know? Did you see, speaking of tobacco, people are taking snus what? packets and they're putting them in their snus. penis and they're putting them in their buttholes. And apparently one dude fell asleep on accident with one of it in his foreskin and then his penis got all red and he got a, he had a whole bunch of an infection because apparently there, any mucous membrane you can put a snus in. So I guess your you hole or your butthole, whatever what? you want to do. Why? I don't well, understand. I don't know. I mean, why do you butt chug? Why did Why did Motley Crue I inject understand Jack Daniels? Well, it's because the butthole you could get super fucked up if you put things up through the fucking porous membranous sure. area of where the butt where the shit comes out. But what does the the foreskin do? I have no idea, buddy. It doesn't really do much other than cause a mass infection and penal redness. Well, speaking oh. of penal redness. The UFO Oh, world. JFK Jr.'s back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I thought not, that, oh, I thought you were talking about his, him, no. what he would be doing <laughs> if he did come back, which is just railing whatever bush he was around, as if he'd want to spend time with, like, Q people. Like, he would just want, he would just be eating pussy. Well, you know, he would come back as a, a creepy little skeleton man, and uh, it could be kind of fun. His jowls would be everywhere, and uh, oh, covered with barnacles. Because yeah. he'd be in Neptune's Neptune's grave. Well, speaking of Neptune, that's in space. Where else is in space? UFOs. We have some new information coming out right now when it comes to UFOs. What's so crazy is that uh, people, once the people who talked about UFOs, they were maligned. And they say, okay, buddy. Nice. Yeah, man. You, you got a stupid you little hat it. on. There, you your- did it to me. You did it to the direct person. Look, this is hmm. what I want to say. Talk hmm. about, uh, which is also Revisual a visual interest. history, perhaps, on my part? Uh, I don't know. You are an, you are the flip-flopper. You will do this, <laughs> but I will say I it is flip-flop. Nice. I didn't, no, because you still, I don't believe that there are Thorgors and Greys and those kinds of things. Mm. You have a, you have a lore that you have mm. that is 100% fan fiction. It that makes is, me feel, and I still disagree with you on that. It makes me feel important. I know. But it makes me feel good. Speaking of important, there's this NASA administrator. His name is Bill his name is Bill Nelson. Now Bill Nelson, you might recognize his name. He's been in politics for a really long time. Anyway, he has just talked about how he does believe that the UFOs that we're constantly seeing could possibly be extraterrestrial beings well, and they could be from another world. The fine print is that Bill Nelson is so when you really when that first report had come out when Mike Marco Rubio finally got his way, <laughs> uh, finally the one good thing he's ever done in his life they got through the federal report out about UFOs. I don't even want to but, get you know, on they, that. But. No, um, no, it makes me mad. But you know what they did? They had this sort of like I think the term was so they had like four different. They had five different things that UFOs could be, and the fifth one okay. was other. Right? The fifth one was we don't know. Right, like they came up with you know all the other reasons, and what Bill is Nelson is saying mm-hmm. is he's ready to embrace the fifth okay. to, like explanation. He's ready to say, okay, if it's not these four other things, I won't say you should be put into an insane asylum if you do say it comes from another intelligence from another place but it's no. so far from saying it is and also again what we're seeing now is you another article you sent me i'm so proud of you about the people seeing 
the top secret like flights of yes. these like these, these dudes like subsonic uh, shits. Yeah. Yes, these drones, right? Unmanned yeah. like crazy drones. You're starting to see this come out. My thing is, is that again, as soon as the government accepts it, mm -hmm. that's how you know it's a lie. As soon as Bill Nelson says, I think it might be aliens, then you know like uh, here now they are leaning in. They're saying, yeah. "Hey, now we can put up anything in the sky and say it must be aliens, That's so a good that they point. can put it up there, so it can hide in plain sight." So I'm not really certain because we don't know yet because we don't know how they would get here. I do believe that if there is some form of actual biological intelligence, I think it's robot more than anything else. I think those more wow. and more in my mind that yeah. those little orbs. What if those are observational things that they come and they buzz us and then they leave? And you also bring up a good point when it comes to psyops, right? Because now you got CIA John Brennan. You can't trust him as far as you can throw him. The guy's a real piece no. of shit. And he is talking about how it's possible they're extraterrestrials. And so that does make me think like, okay, that's a little scary. He says uh, the objects might, quote, con uh, constitute a different form of life. I don't care what so. anybody says about January 6th. I don't care what anybody says about the CDC. But one thing when it comes down to it, you're not going to make me root for the fucking government. I'm not going to sit here and believe that the government has our best interests in mind. I don't think that they necessarily do. And I think that when they start coming out and once the government starts saying it's fucking aliens, once they start saying it's aliens, then to me, real, that's the big lie. Then that now we're in a new phase of the lie that for a while it was make us all appear to be morons. Mm -hmm. And now it's like now they're going to embrace it because they can also hide underneath it. I still believe that the phenomenon is largely psychic. And of course, the phenomenon of like UFOs began after we uh, dropped the two bombs there on That's uh, what, Nagasaki well, and Hiroshima. Modern, so it's like, was that like, oh, OK, we see you now. I, have, I mean, who the hell knows? But that's the modern theory, the idea that UFOs really started showing up in the 1940s. Mm. But then the real thing is about, like, it seems to be some form of phenomena has been chasing humankind ever since we had consciousness. And it seems more that our consciousness is just a lot more complicated than they want it to be. They want us all just to be a bunch of robots that need food and they could do whatever. But maybe there's something else going on yep. it's in that what would be considered to be spiritual at one point is actually just science we don't know. Science we don't know. And, of course, they would love us to be robots. And that's why they... They are slowly eradicating certain groups of people because robots can now do their jobs and they're no longer needed. Perhaps is that conspiracy? We, we just don't know. But did we talk about this last week about the McDonald's thing about the idea that they're working with IBM or was that on the stream? But how they may have McDonald's been on the stream. The McDonald's is partnering with IBM to get rid of humans because basically the, they realized that they could shave off. I think it was like. A two minutes of interaction per <laughs> transaction to make sure and like and so that's why they'll get rid of all humans involved oh that's great well speaking of mysterious things in the sky that we actually perhaps have solved i also want to hear your thoughts on this henry the jetpack man obviously we talked about immense uh, uh, about the jetpack man times. a whole bunch many, and we're like what's times. the jetpack man up there doing is he like a lakers fan what's happening with him uh it turns out or there is a new theory rather that it was a, a balloon and this they'd has been love released for by it the to police. be please wouldn't um, they? They would love for it to be a simple little balloon, a simple <laughs> explanation, wouldn't they? I don't know. They do a focus. They do like a close up on one of the shots of yes. it. And it does look like a balloon man. Like it looks like a, they said Jack Skellington. Yes, they say he looks like Jack Skellington, who, of course, is one of the most handsome of all the cre cr creatures created out of clay. No, I'm looking at this thing. Yeah, maybe there is a balloon in it. OK, but then. It's being piloted, right? Yeah. Who's piloting it? And who's trying to buzz planes coming in and out? And it's also, 
It sounds like the, the technology that was used to fly said balloon was, uh, honestly, it sounds like it was, uh, they, it's already kind of improbable because of how long these things are up and how far they're flying up into the sky. Well, I've lost a few balloons during a couple of birthday parties, and I'll tell you one thing. They really do get up there. They uh, do. The FBI is actually investigating this, so whoever is behind it is probably like, we better keep this a secret, because as soon as the FBI and the FAA start getting together and sniffing around your house, it's never fun. This is what the FBI has to say in a statement. So the FBI is now making this. This is so crazy that all yes. of this stuff is getting to like the highest intelligence uh, communities in quote the entire unquote. world. Swish, 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 quote, unquote. So this is what the FBI said. You got him. This is what the FBI said in a statement to ABC News. They say the FBI has worked closely with the FAA to investigate reported jetpack sightings in Los Angeles, none of which have been verified, even though like you can kind of see it. But and then they say one working theory is that the pilot might have seen balloons. Um, But I don't know. I think pilots kind of know what they see, and I know what I saw is a cliche for a reason. So who knows what's happening? You know what you fucking saw because you do know what you saw and you can't let these Gen Z FBI agents tell you <laughs> you didn't see what it is, right? Because that's what they're trying to take from us. They're trying to take our jetpack men from us uh, and our tight jeans. Yeah. I know what's uh, happening. Generational divide. Um, yes. Another thing we'll bring up is the hyperthermia story. Now, I said last week about the family that died hiking. Oh, yes. About how I didn't believe it. And then I had a lot of experienced hikers that say, you don't want to hike when it's hot out. You'd be surprised how fast you can die. Okay, I believe it. And then, yeah. and so this one guy, one, wait a second, one listener, did they explain why? Well, one listener basically said that you could see how they might be under prepared for a hike and that these temperatures can spike in a way when you're coming up a basin, basically like the heat can rise as you come out of the basin. So they went down to the devil's gulch and they came up and they said, basically it could get incrementally hotter and then all of a sudden be 107 to 109 degrees that they might not, you know, you can get quickly overwhelmed by it. And also dogs die of hyperthermia even faster than humans do, which is really interesting. But yeah, I mean, you know, so yes, I could see maybe then I still think it's weird, but you know, there, there we got several experienced hikers that told us like it could be happen, it could happen to you, and you oh. really need to be careful when you go out on uh, hiking on hot days. I you s- really do need to bring enough water. I still have PTSD about the story that you and Ed told me about your hiking trick in, in a trip Ever. in uh, Hawaii. I believe. I, Please, I, God. I, anybody tells you the word chill, <laughs> I want to see pictures <laughs> of a hammock. All right, I want to see like little tiny sandwiches because that's chill. What we did was oh, not chill. They'll scary. lie to you and say whatever they want. Um, one thing that we'll talk about very briefly <laughs> is the horrible tragedy that happened <sighs> at the Astro World so uh, concert. It was this. It was a festival that was ran by Travis Scott, or like his company ran it. And Drake, uh, they co-produced. They co-produced it. Eight people died. What they do believe was a crushing incident, which a bunch of people ran the stage. The one thing that we do want to address is that there was like two conspiracy theories that were attached to the story. And we don't really know what immediately. We don't really know what's going on. One was that there was a group needle attack 
right? That they, there are eight people that okay. died and they still have not released how they died. There was one young person, a 10 year old, honestly, I don't know if they should have even been at that concert. 14. They, yeah, I think it was 14 also. There was a, yeah, there was a little kid that it was crushed, right? But then there was a, there was a, there was this rumor that someone was getting, they were getting stabbed with needles and the, and the people were getting drugged, right? Like some form of fentanyl attack, mm. right? But they say that there was one person that was attacked with a needle, but they don't even know what that means. They don't, okay. I'm not quite certain what that means. Nothing has said anything. So that is not necessarily true at all. It seems that people got hurt in the crowd crush incident that happened. That Travis Scott obviously was watching from the stage. He was performing, I think, for 37 minutes while it was still going on. But again, I don't know the sight lines. I don't know what he could see. Right. There's a lot of people putting responsibility in Travis Scott, but I don't know. I don't know about all that. But he people got hurt very badly. So uh, bad. And then... The other one was that it's a mass satanic ritual. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this one's kind of fun if it wasn't so damn sad. It is really fucked up. They attributed to the fact that Travis Scott likes talking about the devil, which I just honestly think makes him cool. But they, they said that there was a comparison of the opening... Like there's an awning you can walk through, sort of like this. I don't know what you'd call it. Like some kind of... Uh, not an awning... Is some kind of entrance that was okay. Travis Scott's mouth that okay. you could walk through. And they try to compare it to Hieronymus Bosch's painting, Christ in Limbo. That if oh. you look at it, and it does ha it does look eerily similar. But the thing is, in my mind, I don't think it was supposed to necessarily be because this was supposed to be where you're now in hell, that type of thing. They, I think it might have been a nod to Hieronymus Bosch. Sure, but that's just art. Yeah, um, that's just again, art. And Alistair Crowell, let's just keep remember that every single time someone says satanic human sacrifice, the most quote unquote evil of the of the people of of all the quote unquote satanic the the, 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 the diabolists of all of them, Alistair Crowley said, "Come supplants human sacrifice. We don't need to do human sacrifice anymore. Oh, the temple just of come. Set, but I mean, you just you know you just come. But temple of Set, so same really, thing. So Again, the story we read: fifty thousand people come at the Travis Scott concert for a satanic ritual. That would be that more would appropriate. Be. Okay. That would be much more appropriate. But yes, I don't think it was a satanic ritual. I don't think that that's well, a part of it. It seems that it was a tragic incident at a concert venue that got far too far too filled, past capacity, from people and, jumping the fences and doing all of the shit to get inside of and the of course, place as well. You know, it is up. You know, the artist. You know, crowd control is one of those responsibilities. Um, however, again, as Henry said, we don't know the details, so I don't want to cast blame. Uh, the one thing that we do know is, you know, places like Live Nation and uh, this festival, which was on, I believe, Chase Bank Field or some bullshit, there needs to be security and needs to be precautions because... It's hard when thousands of people rush you and you maybe you're not paying these people necessarily the most amount of money. I'll tell you what, if I was a fucking 20-year-old security guard and a fucking 200 people were rushing to jump the fence, I'd be like, there you go. You go. Well, this is up you there with go. Altamont. I mean, this is up there with an Altamont in... Uh, oh, Yes. In, my, in my mind. And, but the interesting thing to me is, okay, so the satanic thing, all of that started on TikTok like really fast. And they say that sure. TikTok is for the Gen Z. So that's people born in 1996 when I was 15. Um, that's what's so crazy to me is that, oh, man, we got the boomers who love their conspiracies. And then the young kids love it's their conspiracies. So... And I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest with you. This is according to one little uh, comment. They say, this ain't a festival. It's a sacrifice. And they go on to say, the music industry is demonic and collects souls. Uh, in reality, true. the music industry is... I mean, is, all uh, correct. I mean, if it was demonic, I think they would be much... I think they would be doing better. 
quite honestly. Because yeah, but they do collect souls. You do have to agree. They do take your soul and they break it. That's called show business. It's called entering into being an artist. They <laughs> yeah, own called, your soul and they fuck with it. Yes, I'm learning more about show business as I stay in LA and I am going to continue to go to my sports bars and never hang out with artists <laughs> mm. because God knows. So anyway, some phrases were uh, Astro World Demonic, Astro World Illuminati, Astro World Upside Down Cross. Those were all trending. And uh, so anyway, of, of course, none of that stuff is real and it's just a massive tragedy. And uh, this has to be taken tangibly and reasonably and we should have enough security or just make sure that the area could handle that amount of people. And then also when you're in a crowd like that, everyone is responsible. Like don't, it's just so hard. We are still so, we are just off of the frick. We're just out of the cave. We really are. So we're still just like, it's just really sad when you see mass human behavior and you see it all happening in front of you, like an ant on an anthill. And you're like, wow, we are crazy. I know it's, (laughs) it's ridiculous to say, but you know, the human human consciousness is 300,000 years old. The, uh, just the United States of America, even just being here, we're only like 300 years old. We have not been here a long time. We are still learning quite a bit of, of how to interact properly, like the Absolutely. idea of modern times, this type of shit. It's really, really intense, but it also does show like the conspiracy theories don't stop. And they're they all exactly the fucking same. Yeah. So every single time you look at this, like they all jump to the same exact imagery. They say the same exact sentences. There are real conspiracies. We're going to be covering a lot more in 2022 mm-hmm. as we go. But like, man, it's just this idea to immediately jump to satanic ritual abuse is so hack. And then also becomes so a way hack. to never deal with the real problems, which just really comes down to personal responsibility. And how do you teach it? Where does it belong? Is it on the concert goers? Is it on Travis Scott? Is it on the people who run the concert? It seems to be it's like all of these and one in one old horrible parfait of responsibility. One thing we can say is that there is a lot of passing the buck going on and very yes. little responsibility. Same Not thing with the Alec Baldwin the- story. Exactly. It's the same thing. You're just Oof. watching to see they're all trying to, no one cares about this dead person. They're all just trying to figure out who's the person that the fucking, the, the spinny wheel of blame is going to land on. It makes me nauseous. This is according to, uh, just lastly here, just according to Jennifer Stromy Galler, Galley, a professor. Uh, she studies social media platforms, which that's kind of interesting. That's a full uh, course now. She says, we have this stereotype oh, yeah. of conspiracy theorists being older on social media, but young people can in some ways be more susceptible. She says, we know that the human brain is uh, really like sensational content and uh, teenage brains even more so because they're still developing. So, And naturally, uh, satanic abuse or a satanic ritual is a fuck of a lot more fun than a, oh, yeah. uh, a, the failed operation that led to eight people being dead. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. So the, yes. Cause fire Island, there was the fire festival only happens every <laughs> oh, once in a while, but it happens man. because people are fucking morons versus just like deeply diabolical. It, like it's hard to get a bunch of diabolical people together. And I'm sure people have seen both of those documentaries, but if you haven't watched the Firefest documentaries, it's gonna, it's fucking weird, bro. Live from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right. Well, let's move on to something a little bit lighter. Do you want to do this? Let's do this toilet story. Let's let's lighten it up. Yeah, so just do this so-called toilet story. This is Corbin <laughs> High School. This poor man. Now, we know how this long we've so talked sad. about how janitors... Janitors, you, have, you know, do not bring me, do not rub me into your malign janitors. It. I am so team janitor, it's ridiculous. But janitors don't need to be blown up like this is Afghanistan. <laughs> We're bringing the war home. This is in oh. Whitley County, Kentucky. This is Corbin High School. They he filed this. The, the maintenance worker filed a lawsuit against Corbin Independent Schools. He claimed that apparently someone had put what he calls. I think it's a little serious to call it an IED. He called it an improvised explosive device. I mean, was put it into is a an toilet. IED. It is, but it was put into a toilet and it blew up his balls. Oh. He's got burns on his balls and it hurt his dick. Um, he can't return to work because his dick and balls almost got blown off oh, in a funny man. little prank. But that's not a prank. You got to put saran wrap underneath the toilet so he shits on his own balls because shitting on your own balls is funny (laughs) setting fire to a man's balls unless he's guilty of a a really gruesome series of crimes is sad the funny thing or not the funny thing but the interesting thing is here so you might think oh this happened at a high school this must be a high school this must be the kids senior prank it was not it was three of his co-workers. So maybe the maligning of the janitor, because maybe they were other janitors and maybe they were like, he's cleaning too good. He's taking our jobs. Yep. So it was it was a bunch of firecrackers that his co-workers put in the toilet and that's what exploded. So this, I would just, you got to look at your co-workers and be like, really guys, really? This is, wow, what a, what a Monday. What a Monday. Honestly, you might as well just join a safer job and become a police officer. If you're going to get your dick and balls blown up at work, that's no longer, it's no longer safe for you. No. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see. So he's, he's obviously suing it. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, you get your, you get your cock and nuts ripped off or blown off and you just want to take a dump. Um, yeah, you get, you get, you get compensation for life. I really do believe there's one place that we need to be able to trust. And that's this, the sacred space between the water of a toilet and my balls. Six inches of just pure un divided peace just for that is where we should all be allowed yeah. as a society i agree to have a moment away from cancel culture <laughs> you gotta be able to get away from the barbs and arrows of humankind when you're taking a shit not worry about whether or not someone's gonna blow up your fucking dick and balls yeah that's all right very, so i think that we true. as a human group can we just call truce 
in the bathroom. I fucking hope so. Um, oh, um, I have another story that I want to go through that's fucking wild. Okay. Out of the movie Taken, dude. Have you seen this? No, no I mean, I've seen man, the movie Taken, but... This man, he murdered his daughter's ex-boyfriend for selling her into human trafficking. Oh, he sold okay. her... He went, this is, it's fucking crazy. They just had found his body and they charged him because he went, um, he found out his daughter was being sold into human trafficking for a thousand dollars. This guy God. sold this a human Spokane, being. Washington. Yeah. Spokane, he sold Spokane. a human being for a thousand dollars. I mean, it's, it's awful. And then the father found out, he went down, he fucking pulled her out. Like he found her. He did the thing. He pulled her out. He saved her. He then he confronted the ex-boyfriend. He then do what did what every single. I'm certain that how many, many people have had this fantasy where you like. He got the guy at gunpoint. He tied him up. He put him in the back in the trunk of a fucking car. Like Uncle he Buck. Drove him out. Like Uncle Buck did the bug. Yes, but real. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's kind of sweet, though. It's kind of fun. He drove him out to a field. He beat him with the fucking cinder block and oh then stabbed God. him like dozens of times until he was fucking dead. And then he left him in the car to rot. And then they didn't find it until a year later. But that okay. one triumphant moment of being able to come home and the girl, you imagine your daughter being like, where's Brian? And then being like, we don't have to worry about Brian anymore. Well, I mean, this man is obviously a total piece of shit. I'm talking about the person yes. who was killed. Um, if he did do this, but the weird thing is he is being charged now with first degree murder. Yes. And, uh, I wonder how this is going to play out because if you're a juror, um, I don't know, like the story well, is kind of compelling, you know, it's like, you, yeah, you dude, have to I prove. would fucking, you, you're going to do that to my daughter or my son, whatever to you, even Henry, I would, if, if I find out you were sold to the Polish sex market, I would find them come and to I pull would me say, out. and then I'd be like, Kissel, I'm happy here. What? You know what I mean, like, Leave just, be, me here, man. just sucking it. Yeah. Come on, they call me the Vaz. I will give you $5,000 to take him back. We actually abducted <laughs> the wrong kind of Polish. I, this is horrible. It's a, this is a, it's a stain on my reputation here in the sex trade. They said my bussy was too snapping for all these weak ass dicks. Oh. Yeah, I just you make it like it. That's the thing is you have to like it too much, and then they ask you to leave. It's like the military. Um, but these guys, like it is, it's fucked up. But you have to prove whether or not this human trafficking ring existed. I'd love to find out whether too, because we also haven't really heard much about the Missouri, like the the beheadings, all the shit, the the human mm. cages that were around. I mm. also remember. I don't know if we ever addressed just how many pro human cages, like doggy cages, emails that we got from people that were practicing BDSM. People who were like. I love my human-sized cage. You're well, like, I think that's right. great. I mean, have fun with it. Consensual uh, consent is the optimal word there. Uh, when it comes to the FBI, once again, uh, they have said there is no sex crime investigation for the victim. So it looks like they're not looking into the claims that the father made when it comes to murdering this ex-boyfriend, um, obviously. We will follow that case as it continues. Uh, yes. Speaking of, it's fucked up, but who knows? Like, but yeah, but honestly, the, how many of these fucking human trafficking rings are going across this entire country? You Bro, know you look at what oh, there were, Natalie covers it just in depth and spun. Check out spun. There was a situation in Loudoun County where the school board covered up a rape and then sent the guy to another school where he raped and then finally they arrested him. And it's just there is so much just uh, kicking the can, honestly, and not taking responsibility. Well, speaking of yeah. trials, I believe we did cover this story way back in the day, but now uh, this has been done. Sydney Loof, 
um, was found stuffed in garbage bags in Nebraska. A woman lured a Tinder date before strangling and dismembering her with her boyfriend. She is now, uh, she has life in prison. Her name is Bailey Boswell. And uh, her, uh, her boyfriend was Aubrey Trail. He was 55 oh. years old. And they killed this 24-year-old girl. And uh, now they, uh, she has life as well. So that's just kind of a sad it is very tra- sad. That is just was, a sad uh, story. Yeah. The man was sentenced to death, um, which I'm against wow. the death penalty. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Because didn't they just also happen in South Carolina? They just botched a, it's really uh, an bad. execution. It's really, really fucked up. They really need to stop it. It uh, really I is hate, bad. I hate it. Live from your grave. Okay, here we go. Here's a light. This is a light story. Good. Please, God. I don't know if it is. Oh, it's uh, not? But I do. But I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think okay. it's fun. So this is a, all right, an elderly man, a 90-year-old man, a 98-year-old man with who died of COVID. He was dissected <laughs> this is openly. Crazy. This is outside. He was dissected openly at an oddities and curiosities expo in Oregon, right? In Oregon, right? Okay. For $500 a head, you could pay to go watch this man get autopsied. And apparently the family was never notified that he was going to be used like this. His widow, his name was David Saunders. He went out there. Apparently his body, and I don't know how this was. Maybe it was because he was donated. Like they donated his organs or maybe they sold him. Yeah. They might have sold his body because that does happen. Yeah, Uh, sure, sure. You know, you can get some good research out of a corpse, I guess. That's what people do. And honestly, when it comes down to it, like maybe you could opt and maybe it helps you. I I don't know how this works. Side stories, L-P-O-T-L at gmail.com. Let me know how the human body purchasing world works because I think that you can opt. They'd be like, yeah, okay. We'll purchase him. This will help us do funeral costs. Do we need any more skeletons? You know, like I'm saying, if you're a real skeleton. Yeah, but like- I'm going to get your skeleton. You can have mine. That's fine. That's what I'm, but that's exciting. Yeah, you That's can put exciting. it up. Yeah, sure. To been put you in different right. different seasons, I dress you up. I'm really excited for that. But they sold it to this company called Med Ed Labs, Med this Vegas Ed company Labs. <laughs> and they did know, but apparently you could just go because, like, you could just watch his autopsy, just like hanging out, and people just eating popcorn, watching them like you get cut up and shit. I know it's it does seem fascinating in a way. Yeah, well, but I don't know if I pay five hundred dollars to go see it. Well, apparently, um, some people did not enjoy it, uh, Mike Clark no. being one of them. According to Clark, this is what he has to say. He says, I was totally horrified. Our whole staff was horrified. Um, and uh, they thought it was really sad what happened to the body. And they they didn't know if this was even going to help advance medical students or, you know, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the whole point was. But anyway. Um, I don't know. I, well, it's a, it's an oddities expo, so they probably have a bunch of different fucked up shit happening at the same time, and that it's kind of fun to do. It does seem like it's in the environment, being like, there's the peanuts, there's a the two-headed lamb, there's an autopsy over there, we got right. burlesque. You know what I mean? Like, that's really fun, in a way. But I also yeah. know that it might be shocking to a family that didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. But also, like, in the end, depends on the guy, too. Yeah, because the guy super like, was he the life of the party? Is he well, a bunch of, if he excited for a bunch of people to see his dick and balls as they cut open his chest? If he's like that, then cool. Yeah, I don't think that so. was that was the quote from Clark. He says uh, they're just sad what happened to the gentleman because his family thought he uh, that his body was going to go to advance medical for the advancements of medical students. But according to Jeremy Siliberto, that's the expo's organizer. He said that, that Sounder that Saunders gave uh, and his family gave consent. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Well, the, if you sign a lot of paperwork happened. that says like, I guess when it comes down to it, you've given up the body and you've and you have given up ownership of the body. And unless you specifically say 
if you specifically state it's going to be used for XYZ, I think right. that's different than like if you just sign a blanket thing, spin like. Okay, here's the body. I think uh, it might show up at the bodies exhibit. It might be used as a dildo mannequin. <laughs> Who knows what you could do with that? I mean, like, you just have, like, this old man that you embalm, and then you just ride it every on your birthday. You take it out of the closet, and you ride it just because it's something that's fun to do, something sure. new, something fresh, that's because you maybe you hate your birthday. Yeah, it's a strange new kind of Peloton. According to MedEd Labs, they accused Alberto of being beyond dishonest, and apparently... Speaking of cancel culture, Siliberto had to cancel another public autopsy he was going to do in Seattle <laughs> you on see, Halloween and they following say, blowback. They say that cancel culture isn't real. It's going to come so for funny. you one day. Um, technically, so we've never been accepted by anything. So I was telling my no. friends, like, we've been told no by everybody. So I think everyone we were, hates us. Yeah, we were already pre-canceled. Um, and uh, thank God we were able to fight our best fight. But anywho, so if you want to have me in your home for all eternity, Henry, you are allowed to have my skeleton. Yay! I'm saying it. And oh, I'm going to um, wheel it around. I'm going to put a sombrero <laughs> on you. I'm going to come and dress you up in all different, all sorts of costumes and stuff. Can I get your skin? Uh, do they give away skin? If I'm, what it depends on, honestly, I'd, I'll pay for it. Okay. Well, if you pay for it, that's fantastic. All right. Well, also, there's a story here. It's about this necrophiliac killer. This dude's name is David Fuller. Um, and apparently he sexually abused 99 corpses, one of them as young as nine. And then he also killed two women to rape their bodies. This dude is 67 years old. He bludgeoned Wendy Nell and Caroline police, uh, Caroline Pierce to death, uh, in 1987. And uh, the man, I guess he is... Uh, man, he finally just... But he just finally confessed, David Fuller. Yeah, the youngest That's a hard confession, man. Oh, oh, you see this picture of him, too? Yeah, you could... Oh, you know, like, that's the thing, too, about British people, is that, like, on one end, especially British men, like, you could look at him and be like, oh, that's a tea salesman. Sure. But then if you look at... Then you realize, then you find out that he's been molesting corpses for fucking yeah. decades, and then you're like, yep. Checks out. He kind of looks like Pinhead before he became Pinhead. Doug Bradley. Um, he does so, look like Doug Bradley. But yeah, they got to. Uh, you know what I also don't like? It shows, it shows all these pictures of him biking. Just being like, am I supposed to be impressed <laughs> by the fact that he fucking took care of himself? <laughs> yeah. So well, he, he was in good shape. He was in good health. Apparently, you might be asking, how did he get around all these dead bodies? That's a totally valid question. Uh, he was the hospital electrician. And so he would go to the mortuary. And that's where he would, you know, do God. And he also kept what. a, uh, he really did. He had th- diaries where he talked about how much he did it. This is getting me a heavy hitter that we're going to cover at one point in our life. It Fuller kept a record be. of having carried at least 30 burglaries, which he also did. He also did Whoa. a bunch of burglaries. Um, uh, but then, you know, don't worry. They, they, they said, don't, they think that they believe now, no matter what, their, mor- their morgues are definitely safe now. Which I think is really good. Apparently, um, there was videos and pictures, uh, and they call it unimaginable depravity. Uh, I'm sure all of us um, can imagine it, uh, you know, because it's really gross and everything. Um, They also say, so he's been charged with sexual penetration of a corpse, possessing an extreme pornographic image involving sexual interference with a corpse and taking Mm. indecent images 
of children. So this man is about as bad as a human being can be. And now he's he is, not uh, good, man. You don't want him to be the guarantor in your home loan. This no, is a man that not. you don't he's... like. You, we don't like him. You know what? We're going to take the side story stance here of being against it. I'm I don't like it. what We're he did. It. And I really feel like no one should do this. And I, you know what also it is like, cause it's the Ed Gein thing too. Like, like, I know you like having sex with corpses, you know, like, I'm like, that's not good. But at least like corpses, they don't know. There's nothing. They don't know what's going to, what's happening to them. They don't know. Why well, would you women kill? Why just make new freshies? Why make well, freshies dude, when you guy, have access to freshies all the time? I don't like the way you're referring to corpses as freshies. <laughs> yeah, um, you, sound like, like, <laughs> you sound like every mortician who gets murdered by like a serial yes. killer. Um, <laughs> but apparently this psychopath, this dude, Fuller, he used Facebook to track down the people he defiled after they were dead. And he would like study yeah, their he lives. Liked the whole, and he then, liked the whole package. He'd like to own their whole personality. Oh, God. Yeah, it's yeah. not good, man. He's gonna this die is a not a nice guy. No, I, I don't. No. I hope he's not on. He's not gonna hopefully get a comedy special or anything anytime <laughs> soon because that's gonna be people are gonna be very upset. Oh, I guess talk about during, cancel culture during the murders. Neighbors allegedly heard high pitched screams of terror, but then don't you knock? Hey, buddy, need any sugar? What's going on in here? I'm hearing high pitched screams of terror. It's why you got to scream fire, or as you in in. I guess in England you can go. Someone's made the crumpets too good. Whoa! And you go like, oh, crumpets are supposed to suck. Yep. Oh, oh, he's just raping a bunch of corpses. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. This. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, I'm glad that you're shocked, (sighs) and I'm glad that you're upset. It's just well, it's just it's just very sad and gross because the man is disgusting. Anyway, none of it's good. Literally, I don't think a single bit about if it's good. I don't like it. I don't like it. According to Duncan Aitkinson, he's the prosecutor. Um, He said it's been a very difficult task to tell all the families that this man has sex with all of their relatives when they were dead. What's difficult about it? I don't get it. What's hard about it? And honestly, there's no way it's not like fucking cops love investigating this type of stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's just so fun. It's really fun to get to go through all that content. Yeah, that he's created. Is it appropriate to call it content? Should I not call what he made content? It technically is content that's going to lead to his, uh, that it has led to his incarceration. Yep. Yep. But it will, anyway, and it will lead to all of ours. This story is really long. So yeah, look into it yeah. uh, if you care. Um, yeah, I mean, you do. Just, yeah, you have fun with it. You you yeah. love it. You love it. Uh, well, well, you know what we're going to do is, is that we're just going to wait, and then we're going to, you and I, oh we'll, we, God, uh, the last podcast, we'll eventually do the deep dive on this person. Yeah, one of the victims was named Azra Kemal, 24 years old. He had sex with her dead body three times and then researched her death online, reading all the tributes from her friends and family. Ugh, God. He likes it even more than he likes it even more. And again, Ugh. I don't think that it's cool. I wish that he was into, I don't Not know. that. How about just being Fo- a hospital? Football. football, great. Hospital electrician, very important job. Take pride in Very important. Yep. All right. Well, well this do- is disgusting. This is disgusting. Let's do Hero of the Week. What do you think? Yes, please. Okay, this Hero of the Week. Uh, well, now, you know, it just does not. This hero really did not do nearly as much as many. Uh, but his name is Andrew Taylor. He's 59 years old. Uh, he noticed there was a lack of good sticks at the local dog park. What? Um, yeah, he sticks oh, for dogs. this guy just got fucking sticks. He got sticks. Okay. Yeah, I know the other guy fucked 99 corpses, but yeah, this is a hero. Yeah, okay. I'm, so I'm not upset. saying that the hero outweighs the villain so in today's upset. episode. 
No, um, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he didn't say. Yeah, he, he didn't like his his work didn't like keep that David Fuller guy from doing what he, no, what he, he did. No, he did. It doesn't cancel did. it out. Nah, sadly. But anyway, not to trounce on Andrew Taylor, hero of the week, because this dog park, he said there were so many dogs and they did not have enough branches. So he started a stick library where you can take little sticks and put them into, into that. It's so stupid. I, and you can I, put yeah, it in a little so box. In the, but it's in the dog park, right? And then so you can always have like a little stick to throw to your dog. Again, doesn't turn back the time of all the horror that we've experienced. Um, but anyway, more than 50 dogs and their owners have enjoyed a game of fetch with the sticks. So he's spreading some joy that way. Uh, this is what Taylor's daughter, Taylor Reese said. She says, as people started to arrive, there was disbelief how simple the idea was, but it's one of those ideas no one had thought of. All the other dog owners appreciate it as they all have experienced the good stick search, which isn't always fruitful. It's an idea that just makes sense to them. I want to blow my brains out. Well, I just cute. keep, I just keep the thinking of the what the man, library. it's just like him doing this outside of the hospital where the man is like taking photos of himself having sex with corpses. Meanwhile, he's just like, found another stick. I don't nah. make humans. No, I don't know what they do. I'm not. There we go. They should do it. I'm so mad about the drone wars. Better time find another stick. Yep. He's a hero of the week. He's hero of the week, and I don't care what anyone says about it. Yep. All You're right. right. Let's, let's no, I honestly emails. really appreciate it. No, right, yeah, yeah, some fucking emails. I mean, dogs need stick, bro. Dogs need sticks, brah. I honestly, I think it's good. Okay. I think it's good. I'm just, Fantastic. I'm just so upset. Okay, great. Here we go. Here's, here's some listener emails. I had an experience with a man in black almost three years ago. I've told a couple people, but not many. This seems like a good place to share it. I was living in a small town in Northern California. My work was super close to home, so I would go home in my lunch break to walk my dog and have lunch. On this particular day, I popped home around 2 p.m. or so, and it was very bright, pleasant day. My property was very private and surrounded by tall trees and pedestrian traffic on my road, which was not really a thing, right? I was in the backyard with my dog when a tall, older-looking, very pale white man with light hair and a black suit appeared about 20 feet away from, from me, standing in my yard. It's David Fuller waiting for oh. me to die. No! Do you feel sick? <laughs> Tell me you're feeling faint. I did not turn a corner and see him, nor was it from the corner of my eye. He just appeared. I, I, fully, I looked fully at him in the mid-afternoon sun. He was there just long enough for me to fully see and comprehend him. Then he was gone. Maybe three or about four, about maybe for about three or four seconds. He didn't blink out or walk away. One moment he existed and the next he simply did not. I had the thought, well, maybe I'm crazy now. What about my business? A couple months later, my dog found ourselves, we found ourselves running on foot from a wall of flame in that same what? neighborhood. Yep, the town I lived in was Paradise, and I lived on Pence Road near Lower Pearson. It was one of the worst hit neighborhoods with a high casualty rate. We got trapped in our car trying to escape and I would abandon it and run on foot. Several oh, of the people no. cars around me did not survive. I'm sure you guys oh. remember the smoke that year. It was of all dead bodies in homes. Yeah. I've heard of MIB showing up before and after disaster, so I'm not surprised. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Very much so. Those fires were absolutely horrible. Was that the one started by the uh, the baby gender reveal thing? Uh, yes, I, I think I forget so. which one it was, but yeah. All right. This is from a police officer in New Orleans. Okay. About 15 years ago, I initiated a traffic stop on a vehicle that was driving erratically. Occupied with a, a young white male, 20, 25 years old from the looks of him. Made contact. License and insurance. And he went to go get them. Very calm guy, friendly, no more nervous than most people who went pulled over. 
His license says he's 19. Normal traffic stop until I asked, have anything in the car I need to know about? Drugs, weapons, stuff like that. And he said, yes, sir. My oh. beer's in the trunk. Uh, the answer is I always no, by the way, if you ever says, are pulled over. No, yeah, never, never no. answer. I asked him to step out and open the trunk because he says it is interesting how often people answer the question honestly. Yeah. Um, now, I was going to cut him a warning on the beer, right? He said, yes, sir, my beers are in the trunk. I asked him to step out and open the trunk. Now, I was going to cut a warning on the beer and make him pour it out. Trunk opens. Beer was right there. So was his girlfriend. Her head oh. and her inexplicably her left foot oh my rolled God. just in the trunk, just chilling. Now, he said he handled it about like when you go to pet a friendly dog and it starts aggressively growling. Calm, friendly tone. Separate a bit to get some distance. Yeah. I asked something like, who's that? Dude stayed expressionless and explained that it was his fiance and he didn't remember killing her. She said she had been nagging him about video games, not job searching, and he just snapped. Oh, my God. Officer says, do me a favor. Turn around. Hands behind your back. I got one cut. Off, I got one cuff on him. He started bucking and fighting, and I finally got him caught. I finally got him fully cuffed, and he calmed down immediately. Ugh. It was weird, like he just went silent. Homicide came out, took over, and I went along my way to serve for the rest of my shift. For the rest of your court shift, court court. honestly, dude, how do you go around? That's oh, what their job go, is. I know their it's jobs just so are to not. That's the whole thing oh. that we've been dealing with. All these guys popping off. This is what a good cop does. They're supposed to be able to handle this shit right. and move on. Right. Well, it's just, that's very difficult. It's hard. Um, he's, but he pretty much assumes he pled out. Because not really Oh, certain. my um, gosh. And wow. here's a that fun story. Me, do you remember the story that we talked about where the guy gave the severed head to the cops on a plate, I think? Something like that. And the cops were just, as soon as you see the corpse, you're just like, all right, we have a corpse well, here. Like, you have to, like, calm down. The, you have to go yeah. into, like, analyzation. You have to, you have to, you have to almost you have to disassociate. Yeah, in, yeah, investigating. Oh, my, oh, wow. All right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, thank you uh, to that man who's... You know, Very don't intense. give me a ticket, please. Don't, don't take okay. me, please. Now, this is about a story about a sex toy that was borrowed by a cousin. Now, recently, <laughs> I was getting ready to hop in the shower. This came from our story about sex toys being around <laughs> yeah, in a family. I know. Now, recently, I was, about to, I, was get, I was getting ready to hop in the shower, and I noticed on the bathroom sink a little red velvet pouch that looked oddly familiar and very out of place sitting on the bathroom sink in the one bathroom shared by everyone who lives here and comes over. Oh, my. Right? Sure enough, it is my glass butt plug. It is my favorite one. <laughs> and it's kept in the chest next to my bed. Along with our other sex toys, dildos, my boyfriend's tiny baby butt plug, as he just started exploring this for himself. I'm sure, sure he loves that. I'm sure he loves it. And just my wrote. clit simulator, right? I got all this shit, right? Great. So anywho, <laughs> I go to the bedroom with my little pouch, and I ask my boyfriend, are you using this, babe? With a little laugh. Said, okay, babe, you feel a little froggy? You need a little extra pep in the step, right? Are you going to do the whole thing? You're going to have fun in the shower? He immediately answers back, no, what is that? I'm like, babe, it's okay. It's all good. Don't be embarrassed. Yes, again, truly, what is that? I tell him it's my glass butt plug. He starts laughing and saying, no, no, I did not. I did not use it. No. I don't even know where you keep it, which I believe since I'm the one who always pulls these things out. In this moment, I'm totally kind of freaked out. I'm like, what in the actual fuck? I mean, what's happening? <laughs> so I got in the living room where my 16-year-old son is off in VR world with this Oculus. So my 11-year-old daughter is laying on the couch, TikToking her life away. I ask, who had this in the bathroom? Silence. I ask again, who had this in the bathroom? 
Oh my god. I am also laughing, internally dying a little bit every second as it goes by. My daughter, my daughter says, "What is it?" I answer back, "This is my butt plug." Oh my. She god. yells, "Why do you have a butt plug?" My son, oh my poor dear horny 16-year-old son. He is there with that dumb shit VR set, and who admits he finally he admits it that he had it. My daughter proclaims she's gonna kill herself and leave the family. (laughs) I'm in shock and disgust, and we're going back and forth of why he has his mother's butt plug to begin with. My daughter freaking the fuck out. My partner's in the bedroom howling, laughing. Fucking all the chaos breaks out. The most ridiculous family conversation I've ever had in my god life I would ever have, right? So I checked on the spot where the other sex toys were, and my boyfriend's butt plug is missing also. And my son says he doesn't know what has happened to this one. Yeah, fucking right. I tell him he owes me 50 bucks to replace my plugs, and then he may as well keep the glass one. I can never, ever use it again. And it's so disturbing that my son was sneaking into our room and using our plugs and then returning them later. This shit what is, is wild. happening? Wait, what? And I call my oldest daughter to tell her what happened, and she fucking loses it. Straight up says she asked her brother why he took it, and he said he when he what he was thinking, and he said, I wasn't peeling a fucking banana with it, so what do you think I did with it? Whoa! My poor 11-year-old daughter goes to my boyfriend and says, you're the only one I like anymore in this house, and you're the only one not talking about butt plugs, and he answers back, no. I'm mad, too. He took mine as well. She hates us all. <laughs> Oh that was God. really fun. That's well, really that's, good. You're going to save it for his future girlfriends. It's a perfect story for when he starts dating. Yeah, and to be like, do you just... remember when you stole my butt plug and used it on yourself? Wow, that is a family. That is a family's tale there. Um, no names, though, so that was good. Um, uh, the family. Uh, well, okay. Uh, lock up your butt plugs. Uh, uh, yeah, treat, you them like a gun. Live, treat it like a gun. I don't live know. your life. Honestly, yeah. Put it, Live your life like you got a live butt plug. <laughs> underneath your, your fucking bed. All right, you have a live butt plug. You need to fucking teach your family how to use it. Yeah. Like you do with yeah, the gun. Butt plugs, yeah, butt plug safety. Butt plug safety is very Butt plug real. safety is really, really important. You got to love being a child-free person, knowing for a fact that you can you don't have to worry about a child using your own butt plug on themselves. And then you can laugh thinking about all the people struggling with these children fucking themselves with your dildos. You have to deal with it. <laughs> My God. That's well, incredible. Anyone, that was definitely one of those where people who were like, maybe we should have a kid. Like, today is not going to be the day. Like, because nope. that story is going to be like, uh, it does happen. That? Maybe, maybe, maybe not today. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. We can't wait to see you on the road again. We will be in North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, keep your keep your shirt on. <laughs> and, uh, no, you uh, can take them off, though. You can take off the shirt. Or take, do whatever you want. Um, well, you know, that poor on. woman who revealed her wonderful breasts at the Salt Lake City show, Aww. she was asked to leave. But I think that was Salt Lake City. I think you can show your breasts in a bunch yeah, of places. So do whatever just, you want. You can show your penis. I wish the people, yeah, just have, well, anyway. Anyway. All right, everyone. We'll see you at the live Is shows. that legal to even say that, to encourage people to take their penises out? I think it's slightly worse than what Travis Scott did. Um, You're right. Yeah, you know, that's okay. Right. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustulations, everybody. Hail me, you fox. All right. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.